yo, what's the deal? Welcome to the bottom cast. I'm here with my brother, Kev. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Hey, what's going on, my brother? Feeling good. Uh, definitely feeling good this morning. Uh, ready to kind of dive into our uh, discussion, but it's definitely been a solid morning thus far. You know, got a good good breakfast in. Took my my vitamins and um, kind of went over my little review for our our uh, book that we recently uh, read over these last couple of weeks. So we're excited yes, and ready to kind of get into our our conversation. How you uh, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Um, unfortunately, AJ couldn't couldn't be on the podcast this morning. Yeah. But- He'll be back for another episode, you know. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be back, everybody. Every, everything doing good, though, you know. Mm-hmm. This, this honestly, I'm, I'm straight, bro. This, uh, <laughs> you might talk a little shit, but this is like one of the, <laughs> one of the rare times that I've ever waked and baked, bro. <laughs> for real? Yeah, I don't, I don't really do that all, all too much. I mean, when all I too to much. Start, though. That's a that's a nice little way to start off the day, you feel me? Bro, it is. I mean, sometimes, you know, if I don't want to like roll up uh like um a, a leaf or trying to do like a rello, you know, I'll just my bowl, I hit it a couple times in the morning, and it definitely puts you in a good little mood before you, you know, approach the day and head out for the day. So, you know, waking bacon is always it's always nice. Oh yeah. Always mm-hmm. nice. It is, what you it is, man. Huh. Which which you uh smoking what on I got. over there? Yeah, <coughs> I changed up a little bit, man. Northern mm-hmm. lights, you know what I'm saying? No, I've nice heard of Northern lights. lights. Yeah. yeah, man, it's 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 pretty smooth. I mean, <laughs> I probably should have did. Well, yeah, that's cool because uh, I'm about to work out after this, and me too. I think I'll be straight, you know. So it ain't, yeah. it ain't gonna have me too. It ain't gonna have me too zoned out, so I can't function or nothing like that. So I'll be yeah. straight. Yeah, what yeah, you got? Uh, uh, I just got a sativa, um, sour diesel. Uh, sour so diesel? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's smooth, but I, I definitely like the sativas because it, for to me, you know, it, it made me feel more energized. It's more of a energized uh, strain um, as far as energy keeping you up and alert. Uh, indicas are sometimes like that, but sometimes they'll put you put you down as well <laughs> if you smoke a lot of it, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm on. Yeah, bro. So, I feel it. I feel it. So, this book, it was a, it was a real interesting book. I ain't gonna lie. It was. Name of the book is. It was co co written by Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, T H I I E. I think Eller. But, um, it was it was a uh, it was about what startups. Yeah, startups, entrepreneurship, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he really talked about bad, like how startups, too. entrepreneurship, and how to, well, I'm gonna let you, to, I'll let you go, you. And right, right, finish with you. you know what I'm saying, oh yeah, so it, it was, it was pretty much uh, hit on, hit on those points. You know, Peter, he's, he's a. Uh, the co-founder of PayPal, mm-hmm. you know, amongst other businesses, but but he was pretty much just giving free game as far as um, 
kind of where society is right now and just how to strategically if you do decide to get into business um how to strategically monetize your business and uh, prepare for the future so that you you last you know and not and not focus on certain aspects of business that a lot of businesses focus on you know exactly so pretty much he was he was teaching you the game on how to win and it was it was a real real different perspective for me I ain't gonna it was what about you yeah i think that he's really given a lot of advice for individuals that are entrepreneurs uh companies that are looking at how they can grow uh their their company uh looking at how they can grow their their culture um improve the productivity in the workplace and it's also for non-entrepreneurs as well because you know he he's given a lot of great advice on just leadership uh you know one thing it's uh, a couple topics that i written down but just monopolies versus competition uh was one hey, that was, was, a, big was one. a big one that, was that, big that one. stood out to me and really gave me a different approach on just business in general and a, a lot of mm-hmm. uh a, a lot of different ideas within that um you know horizontal versus vertical pro- progress was another concept that stood out to me and then hey break hold on break break some of that down uh, man you moving too fast. yeah no well, I, I i guess i'm just saying like the main concepts that stood out to me but of course we're gonna we're gonna break it down but um i okay, mean okay uh, if we're gonna go we can go into monopoly versus competition so i mean the the way i took it from his explanation um is really how businesses operate and the way uh peter Thao. Uh, kind of broken down in the book was he 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 emphasized how competition limits uh, innovation and profits. Now, when I first saw that, I I was thinking, well, you know, I'm always have thought is that competition sometimes uh, breeds other people to become better, or it can be healthy. Right. It can be healthy for an organization. Right. But I guess his approach mm-hmm. to what the reason why he was saying that is because competition can cause people to want to copy each other and it also can lead to um uh, a limited vision and it encourages obsessive hostility those are some of the terms that he kind of outlined throughout the book but and then he on the other spectrum of that with the monopoly he's saying how you have companies that have innovative monopolies that generate profits that create new products that benefit society so if you look at like a facebook you look at a tesla uh you look at you know um paypal any of these companies Mm -hmm. these are products that are benefiting society and if these products were are removed um people's lives change dramatically so that was kind of the difference between the way i took it uh you know i would love to want to hear your perspective as well but that's kind of what i what i understood when he kind of talked about monopoly versus competition man when he broke that down about competition like i thought about man i thought about high school yeah yeah me too Damn, like even even back then, you know, it, it's always like like you said, it's good to have competition because of the fact that's gonna make that's gonna make you want to do better, be better, you know, train harder, whatever yeah. it is, you know. And, and I thought like in business, when when it comes to having competition, it's like okay, you know, they're they did this like for example, I'm like Ford Ford did this, so 
you know, I don't know, uh, Dodge got to do this or, you know, like, you, yeah. you got to one-up the competition pretty much. So, when he like, nah, competition's not good because of the fact that, uh, like, pretty much, you know, you you don't have vertical growth. You don't go from zero to yeah. one. And that's, that's, that's where the title of the book comes from, zero, zero to one. It's, it's more so that vertical growth. Exactly. You know that any, any anything else outside of that is more so horizontal. Mm-hmm. You know, so so when it so when it came like like Apple for example, you know when they when they when they came out with with the iPhone, that was vertical growth because like that was some that was some new shit that was that was different that was a game game change. You know that was outside like the computers because they talk about like the technology here a lot in the they do. Also. But back to what I was saying about competition. Um yeah, when when he when he said that competition is not good, just because you lose focus on um, like the innovation, uh, the company being creative, giving something to society that can help society grow. Um, like like when you're when you're taking all that away because you're focusing on the competition, you know that's hurting society and the business. And I didn't, I I never thought about it like that, you know, and I never thought about. I never really thought about how our code monopolies are when it comes to society because like I said, you know, coming up with those coming up with those niches and um you know, thing things that are kind of outside of the box like like Google for example. Like that's that's one of the sweetest monopolies out there. It you know is. What I'm it is. So, and I, I I really just like the overall spin when it came to this book on on those two Yeah, topics, amongst more things. Legit, I was gonna just add another point. Uh, I, I, I agree with you when he uh, also with the horizontal vertical progress. Like essentially, zero to one means like going from nothing to something. Like when you're in the horizontal mm-hmm. progress, um, that's kind of what we're explaining about copying each other. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that sometimes when you have corporations or companies that they're trying to. Uh, be one another uh, he, he he provided a, a great example when he talked about like in the, in the 1990s he said that uh, there was a lot of competition among online pet stores and he was saying like you know uh, companies that created like pets.com uh, pestopia.com petstore.com uh, they were trying to fight for just like market dominance but it ended up crashing because you know the the online pet store market it just it just crashed it really wasn't a need uh it, it wasn't a need for it. and sometimes when it's competition you have supply and demand so it really mm. wasn't a big supply for that at the time so the demand for it you know wasn't there so that was the reason why that eventually went down but i love just kind of how that relates to horizontal vertical progress you know i definitely think you want to be more on a vertical progress end when you're trying to you know grow your company yeah yeah definitely i mean even even when he talks about competition in the book um i didn't know that that him and elon musk had had beef to a certain extent at one point in time because you know PayPal yeah. was trying to um uh I think I think he he talks about how PayPal wanted to wanted to bring to the consumer like the convenience of being able to pay pay things you know like like merchants and whatnot pretty much from yeah. a farm pilot you know and then I, I think he tried to integrate that um through PayPal like like through the actual PayPal site and Elon Musk he 
he had um he he had a similar concept with with his company i can't remember the name of the company elon musk had but he had like a similar concept and they were they were literally you know going back and forth like trying to trying to one up each other and then they took their focus off of the future and like what their overall goals were and i think they they both had missed out on something or or somebody passed them up but yeah you know they did merge together because they realized like they were having senseless senseless fighting in a sense you know what i'm saying like, like yeah it was a shit. so yeah no that no i was saying yeah bro that's right on like um you can do so much when you collab with other people especially in your industry or whatever area of focus your business is in mm-hmm. um you know you can you could thrive a lot more than trying to compete and a lot of times even in our society today there's a lot of people that will will try to compete with one another but you know i I think that this book kind of gives you a um an outlier perspective on yeah because you know he did reference outliers in this book too yeah yeah you know what i'm saying and even when he was talking about like with ceos like how you know a lot of people that create these companies uh you know they're they're outliers they're they're people that think outside the he brought up richard branson you know in the book mm-hmm. as well like you have these different people gary v like people that are outliers mm-hmm. that they they think outside the box and they do things their way and you know what i mean but they understand the demand from uh this society they understand what the society needs and i think that's why you uh see so much success with uh with people and companies like that not not only that too but i mean well that's that's facts that's facts my, my bad i'm kind of bouncing around because i just I <laughs> no, thought about good. another i just i just thought about another uh another great point that he he brought up into this book um when he was talking about that like we we aren't lottery tickets you know what i'm saying like oh yeah yeah and then and then he so so he started breaking down um how like people today pay too much attention on the on like the overall process and and not like straight up substance you know Mm -hmm. um like people people follow the rules to success um because they lack the inspiration to work towards a substantial goal so for me that's that's like that's like all right so me and me and my bros we've been talking you know kev of course you included but i'm talking yeah. to your audience like we've been yeah. we've been talking a lot over over the last week about planning and how essential planning is when it comes to overall growth and like really 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 obtaining your goals and i think we lose track of that from time to time you know yeah you know, my, my my father always told me that people don't plan to fail they fail to plan you know so when peter right. peter uh spoke uh especially spoke in this chapter about pretty much that that concept i'm like damn like that's crazy y'all like i read that at this particular time when i've really been focusing on planning things out for like myself so when when he was talking about how you know you're not a you're not a lottery ticket and he gave examples of like being like how society um i think he was talking about like in the 60s or 70s how you know certain certain uh, aspects of the world were indefinite but optimistic and definite and pessimistic you know what i'm saying you remember that yeah. when uh, he was breaking that down yeah yeah you know? yeah uh it basically um i had to go back and, and uh look at the, when i referenced it but 
he talked about like the 17th century in the 1960s and he says here scientists engineers and businessmen uh knew they were making the world a better place and he said things were great and constantly improving uh but the party ended in the 1970s when indefinite optimism sets in um so basically he's just saying during that time um people understood that the future will be dark mm-hmm. um so people had to prepare they had to prepare for the in- inevitable and that's kind of what he's um kind of hitting on when he was talking about like when people fail to plan you know we can't predict the future you know we don't know what's going to happen in the economy we don't know what's going to happen in society right. but you have to make sure you have the proper planning so you uh, can be able to it's no different if you got a portfolio you know you got to diverse diversify your risk so mm-hmm. um that's really kind of what i took out of that when he was explaining it explaining that part oh yeah bro i mean like i said when when he when he started breaking that down just from a society standpoint and he gave he gave multiple examples from politics to yeah. He might even tap into religion. Locally. Yeah, he did. He, he was politics. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, what else? What else? Um, money, of course. Um, um, I, I, I mean, I felt like he tapped, he tapped into like uh, culture a little bit, like the, um, the, I guess the the foundations of a startups, mm. like. You know how he tapped into a lot of different areas, though, for sure. Yeah, it was it was a lot. That in a sec, ad run. Oh, there were some other ideas too that I uh, wanted to get your opinion on. Okay, that and so go ahead. Uh, no, so I, I kind of, no, 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 I just, I, it was a really good book. He has some, he has some good points, uh, but I, I kind of want to talk on like, as far as for people that's listening, like startups, like, you know, people that they want to start their own business or they don't really understand like the process. Um, I kind of like his approach on you know how you see a lot of successful companies in the position that they're in um kind of like how when he was talking about like foundations and and really hitting on you want to put the proper like systems and processes in place uh so your company can thrive uh so i kind of wanted to to get like your perspective like on that like for people just trying to have their own startups like um well, like, what's the best approach a person can have, like, when it comes to like planning? For me, to your experiences, or you know, what I'm saying. No, say that again. So, like, when he talked about like startups, like how people, uh, you want to make sure, like, when you're building a company, you want to have the proper foundations in place, like the systems and the processes. Um, as far as that section, when he talked about that, like what would you what what did you kind of take out of that as far as uh when it comes to building you know a successful startup uh, business yeah Bill. i mean well i felt like 
that that's a that's a key component. But I feel like the overall emphasis, like I said, was just more fo- focus on innovation. Yeah, innovation. Yeah. You know, and just uh, like not 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 a uh, shit not not being horizontal. You know, I mean, of course, mm-hmm. like structure, structure and planning. I'm a I'm gonna say planning, like structure and planning is essential when it comes to a startup because we know like a lot of a lot of companies that say oh you know i'm gonna come with a startup fail within the first two years yeah so it's it's really really key i'm gonna say like it's really really key to just be on your shit and have a process have a have a team you know that uh that everybody everybody is great in different areas you know you every everybody brings a different skill set to the table exactly and but but everybody has that same end goal you know in mind i think that helps um to increase the chances of a startup having some sort of success yeah i i agree i mean i definitely think like you know i liked how he talked about like roles they should be well defined um you want to be able to make it easy to to make decisions and, and to be able to manage like conflict and I, I think another thing that any um, business can do or a person is just building a team, they're building their own business. When when it does get on the corporation level, like I think stock options is really nice. Like giving that option to your employees. Um, he kind of yeah. talked on that briefly as well. So, you know, I think the that's stock good. Options. The stock options? Yeah, that part uh, where he talked about like employees like when you when you have a company it's it's good to it's good to offer that you know and benefit so to speak i mean he kind of talked on a you know entrepreneur you know it's for small companies large companies um you know i i feel like with our business it's not really a corporation this is not really what we're building on it's more of like a successful podcast with speaking and in these different areas as well but um you can tie a lot of these ideas into a small business or even a large oh, yeah. business but from this example it could have stock options that's more of like on a corporation level but mm-hmm. it was still some good points you know I, I like you know what with, with um peter uh explained in a book you know with that yeah but, like i said I mean, he had brought down a lot of different uh a lot of different topics that i wasn't expecting and he gave a lot of different perspectives too that i really really uh fucked with but it's for like one uh, thing I was thinking too, like when I was reading a book when he was like um, uh, talking about like how monopolies, these innovative companies, mm-hmm. when you get to the level where you can kind of control, um, you know, what you put out because the demand for it is 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 so much. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do, bro, if like they start making us pay for like Instagram, um, Snapchat? Because he was saying how. When the monopolies, they could pretty much like they could charge whatever price that they want, and so many people are relying on this type of service that you know they they pay for whatever. But I feel like I don't know, man. I I wouldn't pay if that ended up happening. But people have said that like, what what would you do? Like if they started charging you to use their platform, man. I'm I'm not gonna hold you up. That's that would be one of the smartest things that like an instagram or a snapchat would do i mean they they have like different different services you know where you can 
I guess pay pay for certain tools. You know, you can you can promote on Instagram and you can you know share things and you know you can send money and whatever. So there's different services where you know Instagram does make make money off of. But for me, um, I think I think I would on yeah. Instagram. You know, but it, it that probably would be, be the main one. It, it would it would be for you know business purposes business purposes yeah you know, ads and whatever but i would you know if i'm if i'm paying for it like now you know you might catch me scrolling on the ground a couple times a day or whatever but if i'm paying for it nigga, i'm yeah. on it like i'm yeah, exactly. on it yeah like, real talk <laughs> no no that's why i said that's gonna cause people to even grind even harder with it you know what i mean because you paying for it you don't want to just be on there paying for it just to look at other people's uh life or you're not focusing on how you can build your brand um so that's probably the only one i would pay for um just for personal and then also business branding but yeah man i I thought that was interesting but i would definitely say for all my listeners out there you know definitely read the book you know i think if you're trying to look at you know ways of how you can become more innovative and, and build your business ideas it's it's a great read and um i know my boy aj he usually uh you know says uh our little sponsorship but uh or our promotion but if you do want to listen to the book uh i would just say um you know contact us on here or even on instagram our underscore button brains and we we got the pdf file for the book so we'll send it to you all you got to do is comment like and share um underscore button brains and uh we'll we'll definitely look out for you and tap in with us tap in tap in we we appreciate all of our listeners to everybody that that's been rocking with us since you know the first episode and we always working on giving y'all good content uh improving the podcast growing you know like yep. always we got some good stuff coming into the future we do you know so just stay tapped in with us we do stay tapped in yeah, well like bro said follow us on instagram underscore bud and brains bud and brains we lit Can't we lit we lit so, but all right y'all catch all right. y'all next episode all right we see y'all on the next we see y'all on the next episode talk to y'all soon peace peace Peace.